0: Welcome to Interceptor Beyond podcast. My name is Arthur, and this is the Green Room Sessions, where I interviewed the musicians right there at the venue. And it's episode three. And this time I was at the Freakout Festival, which was happening at Wolkersdorf. It's around 20 minutes away from Vienna if you go by train. And the lineup was, as you can see on the cover, Curb, Leftovers, Bates, and Solo. Really cool musicians and really nice people. As usual, each interview is followed by the song. Uh, At the end there's an outro where I tell about my experience going to the fest. The time codes are in the description. Don't forget to follow this podcast on any platform that you can follow. And don't forget that on patreon.com slash interceptor beyond you can find all these episodes way ahead before it's made public. All my Patreons get to see the behind the scenes stuff and there's also some exclusive content. Anyways, Curb, Leftovers,
1: Bass and Solo. Let's go! Hi,
2: I'm Lucas and I play guitar in Kerb. Hi, I'm Gavshi and I play drums mm. and I sing.
3: I'm Eunice and I play bass and I also sing.
2: I also sing. Sorry, I also sing sometimes.
0: <laughs> actually, actually, it was one of my questions. Everybody sings here, right? Yeah. Okay, well, just
2: ask me. The, uh, I want to ask you this: uh, How do you decide who's gonna sing? Um, sometimes I think mostly it's who wrote the lyrics, but sometimes we have a like we write a part and then we think. Uh, Maybe it would suit Inis better, for example, but I think usually it's like who wrote the part, that person is going to sing it. It's equal? Or do
0: you have a equal amount of songs that everybody sings?
1: I think so. Yeah, right now it's pretty equal. Yeah. I mean, it might change, but I think, I mean, Inis and me sing more than, than Lucas, but um, yeah, it's pretty equal right now. I think. Cool.
0: So, uh, let's come back to the beginning, to now, I mean.
1: Uh, you played it yesterday, where did you play? Uh, Fenster 99. How was it? It was amazing. It was a really good show, but it was also like way too fucking hot. Sweat was dripping down. But but that's but but that's the best shows, right? So when.
0: <laughs> and now we're uh, at uh, Wolkersdorf, uh open air. So mm. which one would you prefer, open air or closed space? Which which one is your favorite stage?
3: I actually talked about stage. Like today, I prefer indoors, (laughs) playing indoors. And in darkness. Yeah, Yeah. like very sweaty.
2: The energy is kind of better, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I think we're
2: more used to it. Like we usually play like small club shows and I think this is our first like proper open air gig. So I just think it's something to get used to probably. So that's also why we probably prefer smaller, more indoor, dark kind of.
0: Yeah, you're, you're more open for, uh, I mean, darkness hides a lot of things. Yeah. And, and right here at on stage, on open stage, it's quite a big stage. Mm-hmm. If you compare it to Fenster 996, yeah. it's like huge. Uh, where was your favorite? First of all, which one, which place is your favorite to perform? I guess Fenster
1: or something else? Or uh, like yesterday at Fenster was great. Um, I mean, what's my favorite place to perform? Good question. I don't know. Do you have any?
2: I really liked. Uh, we I think we played twice at Eikaha, uh, and I really liked that because it was kind of the same vibe as Fenster, at a, like as a whole. But it was a bit more like I don't know the people that were 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 so like I don't know. It was just, like, like homely for us. They, they invited us. They welcomed us. It was very like a friendly environment. So yeah, that was.
3: Yeah, I think I would say Fenster though. Maybe I'm a little biased because of the gig yesterday yeah but I think yeah Fenster
1: Mm, I'm not gonna say any preference I think (laughs) it's
3: all about the
0: people but uh, at Fenster was it the first time you played no I don't think so
3: no I think it was the third time no I
1: thought about it I think it was actually the fourth but yeah time time flies by uh, like details get lost somewhere in the
0: absolutely the one big huge tour
3: (laughs) (laughs) what happened pre-pandemic
2: yeah (laughs)
0: Uh, who knows you started before the pandemic, right, as a band?
2: Yeah. yeah. Like in uh, 2018, I think the first official Curb gig was in April of 2018. Uh, all right. And now, come back to,
0: again to the current time. Yesterday, you had a song released on
1: YouTube, right? What's the name? No, not just on YouTube, on every everywhere. streaming platform, everywhere, but also with a music video on YouTube. Yeah, it's called Pull Me Closer. Yeah, I checked it out. Good song. I was.
0: I had to wait till four o'clock in the evening because yeah, I don't know who decided to put it at four o'clock.
1: Uh, yeah, it, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like a, a marketing gag, you know. You release the song at midnight and then you release the music video again, so people like click on it again and get excited for it twice.
2: Ah, that's, that's so it was
0: it. So, so it was
1: available at
0: midnight on all streaming platforms,
2: yeah. and the video uh, was released at four. Yeah. Ah, I didn't know that. I had to wait till till to the music video. I was. It was, was also four. it was also four p.m. because I. Didn't have it fully finished. <laughs> so ah, that's the real reason. <laughs> Fuck that marketing <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I thought we also that was one part of the reason was also because there's like you get the song and then after I don't know a couple of hours you get the video, video so you I don't know you get a second impulse to second like impulse. react to the song or whatever. Uh, why? Why does it? Why does it have a VHS
0: aesthetic?
2: Honestly, we were thinking about it because like the first uh, video we did um, for like the next couple of songs was really like for us high budget and more of a for of Out. It was, yeah, like more high effort and we wanted to sort of switch it up between the songs we were going to release because the next one's going to be more high budget again. So we wanted to be, do a bit more of DIY aesthetic so we it ourselves, we downloaded some VHS-style app, so it was somewhat interesting visually. So yeah, it was just to keep that DIY sort of vibe in our Big shout out to Fatso for making the video yeah. way cooler because he
1: he added all the burning houses and cars and stuff. We yeah. we just shot the shot the video. Lucas edited edited it and then Fatso made the the magic happen. So thank no you. No
3: houses were actually burned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So when, it's even written on, uh, in the description under yeah. the video. No houses were burned. Actually, yeah, uh, Fatso and Lucas, right? Who are they? Um, they are producers, like. Um, Lukas Vilchko from Elvis Sonics, he's our studio guy and he does the, the mixing, mastering, all that. And then Fatso is our co-producer, he's actually the drummer in Bates who's, who are going to play here as well. Um, yeah, I love those guys. They, they really are amazing. <laughs> How <laughs> did you meet them? Um, yeah, so uh, we, we actually won a contest uh, with our band, like a band contest, and we won like
2: a song recording and like Lucas always does them. Um, Way in the beginning, like yeah. even, even I think before Curb, like we had a band before Curb with us and a couple more members, and we won with that band. But that band got disbanded before we had that recording session. And in the meantime, Curb got established, or like we, we found right. it, we found the Curb, and we went there with Curb, and that's how we met Lucas. Wow, so it's like almost a coincidence, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's divine intervention.
0: Divine intervention. Yeah, I know Lucas and, and Fatso, great guys. So how was how the experience working with them? What, what does this cha- What's the difference when you have somebody like a godfather mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you don't have them? How do they help?
3: I think I feel much more comfortable with them. Um, every time when I'm in the studio, I feel like I can like really be myself and also like try some new things out. Um, like I've experienced when we went to the studio a couple of times with diff- different people and I always like like held back a little bit, if that makes sense. Like shy? Yeah, yeah. Shyness and I don't know. I just feel very comfortable working with him. And yeah. And, yeah.
2: Also, like, um, as any said, we, we've recorded with a couple of other people before that. And for me, it was always, always like uh, like a, a, a job you just you go, you go there you record your stuff and you go back home and with Lucas and Fatso, you do, we go there we hang out we like do a couple of takes then we watch some some, some meme compilation on, on <laughs> the biggest screen you've ever seen yeah. and then we go back to recording so it's more like <laughs> uh, yeah it's it's much more ho- as well again homely it's it's uh, we not we don't we don't go there to just play our stuff and go back home we go there and like enjoy the process of recording it much more than we would with. Anybody else, I think? And they, they they help a lot, actually. Like, like
1: usually, um, they cut our songs down because they, like, streamline it. Because we, we start with, like, a 30-minute, 30 30-second 30 song. And then, in the end, it's, like, three minutes tops because... Um, wait, I said 30 minutes. I mean, <laughs> three minutes. That makes more sense. Uh, and then, then it gets cut down because it's, like, yeah, that... That's kind of lame if you leave that in and it's it's way cooler if you like cut straight to the chorus and stuff like that, and it really helps it like really makes the songs more energetic energetic and you can hear it on pull me closer, so like go listen. To <laughs> yeah, check it out. Uh,
0: actually, you know, like uh, I can give you an ex- uh, example. Uh, a friend of mine gave me a song to listen to, and I said the same thing, okay, cut out the the beginning part so that it's like right there in a hook so that it's like more like driving, yeah. and he's like, nah. Fuck! I need to be a producer so he listens to me, you know? <laughs> because exactly, it's really important, especially in the time of Spotify when you don't have much time.
1: Yeah. To get the attention. Yeah, it's like, yeah that's the thinking behind it. Yeah, um, it's also like it's 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 more it's it's not like they're they're just our producers. It's like the, they're the fourth band band member basically, like they, them together, and they they really add a lot just just flavor i mean go listen to spit you out and and like the the bongos before the first uh, verse starts i i love that part like like we had nothing to do with it fatso just edited and we were like yeah that's fucking amazing so stuff like that's like little little things that make it special you know? having a producer is awesome are, are you signed to a label i don't think so
2: i'm i mean lucas and fatso are like your yeah um, yeah we release uh, Everything over Lucas's label, but we're not like it. we're not signed to it, to him or his yeah. label. We just release it over him because, as Gapshi said, we're like they are like the fourth band member, and so they also have like input. Yeah, it's it's easier. E- it's just easier. Yeah, uh, you're like what is it, Padavans? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So> they're masters. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, Okay, I mean I like Star Wars but sometimes I get it wrong. <laughs> you know you you right you say uh, somewhere online that your music is melancholy without sounding melancholic. I mean,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think like we we have You're like sad, uh, we I think that the wording is uh, uh we're sad without sounding like it. Yeah. yeah That's like it. our lyrics are usually more like on the melancholic side but we don't want to make the sound to I we want to make the songs sound more energetic to sort of, I guess, hide the underlying emotion, but the emotion is still there. So we want to make you dance to sad songs, which <laughs> sounds a bit cringe, honestly. But yeah, that's Joy Division notion yeah. behind that sentence.
0: No, but it's cool. It's cool. But uh, why so sad? Why? Uh, what? What is melancholy for you? It's
2: melancholy. for <laughs> you. I don't know. For me, for example, uh, when I write songs or lyrics or whatever. Uh, i get the most like um inspiration to write something out of sad emotion i don't know what I, what's the reason behind it i, I don't think i c- could write a love song i just i just couldn't like yeah. it's usually yeah. out of it's yeah. really it's yeah.
1: really hard like like we tried a couple songs where we tried to write lyrics that are, that are like more happier sounding and it was like it sounds really fake not not because we're not happy or something i mean we're not sad all the time mm-hmm. but i think it's just it's just a, a coping mechanism kind of you yeah, just you just put yeah. yeah it's it's just music yeah. therapy when did you start to
0: write i mean you're all quite young you're like a 20 less? 3. Three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. No, 23.
2: 25. 25, all right. And, and you started uh, playing around 16, right? When well, did you start? As the former band. Yeah. So, like, as Curb, I think they were 18, I was 20, so... I all think. right, all right. Probably, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I was 19, yeah. I think. Yeah.
2: Mm, not that...
0: But do you think, okay, at the moment, m- melancholy and Sad Stuff, let's say, let's call it like that. Uh, is easy to write, right? Uh, When... uh. Do you think there's going to be a moment when you're gonna switch to some happy stuff, or so far how how is it going?
2: Possibly. I mean, as I said, I couldn't. I don't think I could write a, a love song or a happy song right now, but who knows what was gonna happen? Like, uh, I think also with the the new songs we we are uh, which we are writing and recording right now, there's always like a different element, and it's always we're always try to switch things up, mm-hmm. and we're planning on recording an album that next year, and who knows. How we write songs next year, like maybe there's a happy song in there so uh, uh so you mentioned your uh uh
0: music is based on your uh life experience. how much is it connected to the lyrics or the music? is it like how much fiction, not real stuff are in your
1: songs how much how much fiction is in the songs um it's like when, when I write lyrics, um, I think it's very hard to be like very specific about the parts of my life. So I like make them sound as general as possible. But I think that's also like a good thing because then people can like relate to it better because it's not just, yeah, me, Gab, she sat at home and was thinking this stuff. But it's more like, yeah, that's a feeling that everyone can have. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, like, like Speech You Out, for example, it's like more about like, like, being stuck in, in, like, useless conversations and, I mean, everybody had that. I mean, I can't think of a of a, of a a perfect example in my life where that happened to me, but I can I mean, think of, like, countless examples where that happened to me. is so. the second
2: verse about a specific person? I thought you,
1: you mentioned that, I don't know, but like... I didn't even write the second verse.
2: Oh, the first, sorry, the first verse. Isn't <laughs> the
1: first verse about a specific person? No, I don't Never. think so, man. But actually,
2: I have a, a funny, uh, funny story about that because um, when Gapshi Gaps just said that he wants to make it general with our song Excellently Accurate Gapshi wrote the first verse and probably held it kind of general And the, but what he wrote really resonated with me at the time with what I was feeling and I wrote the second verse which isn't that much different to the first verse but still um, with really uh, specific for my uh, current situation at the moment, and that's what we call it accidentally, accidentally, accidentally accurate, because what he wrote was accidentally accurate to my situation at the time. So I think it's a mix of both, uh, it's about a bit of generalism, is that, is that a word? Yeah, general generalization, <laughs> and also specific to what we ex- experience as people. Is
0: it easy to be so open emotionally to the world,
1: writing the lyrics?
3: I think it, it gets easier the more you do it yeah
1: yeah as I I said I think I think it's easier to sing the to sing the stuff because it's it's like so held so general if I was if I was really saying like as I said like I'm gabshi I'm sad like I want to kill myself or whatever um, then that would be way harder to sing because like going out and perform and being like honest with yourself and saying like yeah these are these are the feelings that I'm feeling but since I'm I'm, um, like keeping it more general I think it. I think it's easier for me. Like, like I know bands, like especially like in the emo genre and stuff, that are like really out there and like really like. In this specific moment, I really thought about ending it all and stuff, and, and like I couldn't sing that, but great if people do. But
3: it, it makes yourself like more vulnerable yeah, to yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: true. How close are you to getting emo? I think we're pretty emo already. Like, <laughs> like as I said, I I think we're like a pop punk slash emo band, so. We're definitely in that in that scene, in that genre, yeah. So you won't be surprised if you see some uh, new age
0: emo kids at your show listening to your music.
1: I know that there are, so... <laughs> oh, who are the fans of Curb? Like right now, I think it's like mostly our friends and stuff. So so like th- there aren't that many people that just know us from shows because, I mean, we aren't that big of a band yet, but we're getting there. Um
2: I think it's, it keeps growing, like, uh, especially yesterday, like, usually what I was thinking yesterday, because uh, there's like, I don't know, five five or six people who keep coming to our shows, like our friends who are always at our shows, and they always, like, sing our songs with us. And yesterday, um, at, like, our most streamed songs, who the, the people who sing with us usually know, um, it sounded like the whole crowd was singing them, because... I don't know, it was definitely more than those five people who always come out to our shows. So it definitely keeps growing. Our fan base is growing and it was really surprising for me yesterday because I was like, damn, the, the. Yeah, How do you know that? How do you know
1: that? I think it was the first time that I could actually stop singing and was just, just like let the crowd do it because that was like the first time.
0: Oh, this is amazing. This yeah, is so awesome. Amazing crazy. feeling. Crazy. I, I caught, you! I caught you in a, in a good moment.
1: You're in a high, good spirit yeah, after man, yesterday. Yeah, today, today is going to be the same. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> the the whole, whole, all the Volker stuff is going to sing our songs. <laughs> I'm sure All
0: right And you said uh, So uh, You don't You're planning to Record and release The album next year So What are your Or What are your plans Actually More specific
2: Actually Our plans are pretty um... Okay Let's let's do Plans for this year You have (laughs) music coming out There are Finished songs Probably No specific plans for this year because Gapshi is going away in September in the middle of September yeah, yeah i'm
1: i'm see. doing like half a year in france
2: so ah erasmus stuff
1: yeah yeah basically so oh, it's it's
0: a great experience to get your heart broken get new experience collect stuff with a new material
1: I'm going with my girlfriend so I hope I don't get my heart broken because they would <laughs> kind of suck being yeah. like stuck in a 20 uh, squ- uh, 20 feet uh, no square like what, what are 20 s- square meters I never said that word before 20 s- square meters apartment and, and like like being broken up that would suck but
0: okay I okay I didn't mean that <laughs> but, but, but but I mean just getting like a cool experience especially abroad somewhere so yeah. I guess ne- ne- on the next album you, oh, we're gonna hear some French tunes. Uh, what are you gonna do in the meantime?
2: Actually, like just write songs. Actually, I uh, I was listening through demos I recorded of the last year yesterday or like two days ago, and I thought like um, let's use the time while well Gapshi's is away to finish them, and that's my goal for the time when well Gapshi's is away. All you right. Just keep writing stuff for when he comes back. There's stuff to record. Right,
3: right, right. What are your plans? Writing. Just writing. From,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Six- any, any possibility that you are going separately, uh, not separately, but I mean, going into like electronic sphere or like going completely while completely out of the
1: curb sphere. Uh, I mean like writing music just in general. I, I think we're like, we're like definitely not like fixed on a specific genre or something like we recorded some songs with some, some rapper friends of ours and stuff. So we're like dabbling into the hip hop genre a bit and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I think that the we are a band that, where where there isn't any point where it's like okay, we are not gonna finish writing this song because it doesn't sound like Kerb or something. So if it if it's an if it's an awesome song, we're just gonna finish it even if it's like techno or something. <laughs> That's excellent.
0: Uh, do you drink alcohol in general? Yes. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 What's you your favorite? <laughs> this is podcast. You can't just nod. <laughs> you have to say yes. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine.
0: It's it's, it's fine. <laughs> on my podcast, you can do and whatever you want. Uh, my question uh, for the ending is like, uh, your favorite drink when, while you're
1: on tour? Uh, we haven't been on tour yet. Unfortunately. Come on, <laughs> we played around uh, Austria, right? Yeah, we played shows outside of Vienna, but like never over a few over like a prolonged as as period of time. one yeah. show at like a
2: different city.
0: All right, and when, you're, when are you going on Erasmus?
1: Uh, like. Uh, Sixteenth
0: of September. Something. Ah alright, not enough time. I was like, okay, in the meantime, come on, go to, to, to do do a quick tour. Yeah, Pre-
3: but next year we will go on next tour. Next year next yes. year is Curb year, remember. Yeah.
0: <laughs> next year is a Alright, Kerb, thank you very much. Which song which Kerb song are
1: we listening in the end of the episode? Since we released it yesterday, pull me closer.
0: That was Kerb, and now on to the Leftovers interview.
4: Hi, I'm Anna. I'm the bass guitarist, bassist, whatever. (laughs) 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 You
0: want to redo it? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'm not cutting it out. Uh, Not on my podcast. I mean, if you want to, I will cut it out.
4: I'll just redo it. Hi, I'm Anna. I'm the bassist of the Leftovers.
5: I like the previous version before.
4: (laughs) You can take whatever you want.
5: So going in. (laughs) Hi, I'm Leon, I play the drums, I'm Alex, I play the e And you have a
0: fourth member.
5: Yes, uh, Leonid, our vocalist, he's currently sleeping in the car. <laughs> Why in the car? Why not outside? It's so nice outside. I think because it's loud, yeah. Oh, that's so, so
0: cute. So
4: much noise, and there's no uh, couch or sofa backstage. Yeah, we
5: only
0: have. <laughs> it's
4: a <shame>. wood chairs.
5: <laughs> Wooden chairs. They're
0: not exactly
5: very comfortable.
0: But you're a, a punk band. You can, you can. I would say you're kind of a punk band. Yeah.
5: M- more, more of a grunge band, to be honest. Like our genre. We don't like. We don't really like genres because nobody likes genres. But yeah. I'm asking just yeah. to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> I personally I don't have a problem uh, with people calling us punk, a punk band, but um, yeah, it's just a bit. I, I I just feel like it's it's not right because we're playing grunge and alternative rock, not really punk. But you will you will hear later.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, I checked out all your music. Actually, I haven't checked out your music when you were singing in English.
6: Ah. Yes, it's really grungy. That's why we say yeah. we are grungy. It, it was like a tribute to Nirvana yeah, in a way. Yeah, it's like the Incesticide of Bleach
0: album.
7: <laughs> For real.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Leo was like a spot on with the sound yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Of, of the voice of like Kurt.
5: Yeah, but uh, really? I mean... His, his uh, voice chords, vocal chords, vocal chords yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I mean you already said everywhere on in interviews uh, why you switched to German, but you never said it in English. <laughs> Can you please say it, why you switched to German? Because first of all we
5: need to say that you sing in German. Yeah, we sing in German. Um, we started off singing in English because we were really um, inspired by bands like Nirvana, the Pixies, um, Matanie basically all, all big grunge crunch band, crunch bands from the 90s, but we decided to switch to German because it's easier to connect uh, to, to the people of our scene because we live in Austria and uh, we have the most listeners in Austria and Germany. And of course, if you understand the vocals without thinking about it, you can easily connect to the meaning behind the songs.
0: I agree. Uh, and who you said connection
5: to your audience. Who are your audience? Mm, I guess everyone who likes to listen to our music. We don't really have like a... Um, Who do you see at your concerts? Mostly younger people because
6: we're average 17 years old. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 21. 20.
4: 22. You're so young, so yeah. cute.
5: <laughs> we are young, so if we um, write about problems from our personal life, I guess younger people tend to connect more easy to that so you know
0: with your band uh, I discovered your band on Instagram and I immediately because that's how I discover bands I I see if Instagram is good it's high chance that the music is also good and I immediately saw that your stuff is like spot-on stuff that young people would get and I showed your music to my friend and he's my age 35 around and I was like, check this out, check out these people. And he's like, I don't get it. Exactly. You're old. You're old. This is the good shit.
4: Do you get it? <laughs>
0: for, for me, it's it's a completely different music. That, uh, it's just not my thing. But I immediately knew that why it's connecting with the young people. It's, yeah. exact. it's the style and the, the music and what uh, the lyrics are about, from what I could find.
5: Yeah but it's not like that we don't plan to write our songs uh, for a younger audience it's just we are we are ourselves younger guys and girls (laughs) and yeah we just do music for for ourselves and if we write about uh things that um that we can relate to yeah that we can relate to it just tends to happen that younger people
6: Also, relate to the same stuff. I guess you see that a lot of people feel the same way about a lot of things, and you're just not alone. Um, And people like loud music these days. Yeah. Fun, loud music.
0: And actually, when I was doing research in you, uh, I mean, I uh, I I couldn't research all of you. I mean, there's not. All the information there, but from what I saw, it's like you're all nice kids, and then all of a sudden you became like all this madness type of people. What changed? What?
5: What happened? Is it, oh. we, we're we're still nice kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess fucking puberty, right? So like, first, uh, no stuff happens.
6: First uh, heartbreak. You. are first heartbreaks. The, Divorced parents, I don't know. You just get into it's puberty, depressing. you do st- stupid stuff, you get into stupid stuff, you become stupid, <laughs> you do stupid music. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
4: I mean, I guess also the pandemic, we started before it, but then we had a break. And When
0: did you start? 2018?
4: Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. Um, and when COVID hit, like we didn't meet at all, and after we decided to begin again, and I think. It was just a a good point where younger people could very much relate to us because they were trapped in their houses all the time and...
0: No, I just realized when you said this, it's like, oh, wow. First time I'm talking to the young people of generation who are like living in this pandemic, you know, like really... And the pandemic hit when you were like really, well, like sensitive, you know? Because for me when the pandemic hit it's like nothing changed really because I was always working from home and I was more mature so I was like okay fuck the shit okay but for you it was like a madness in a way right
4: I feel like it was really bad for us but I can't even imagine what it was like for people who were
5: so 2 years
0: younger
4: than us yeah 2 3 years turned younger 16
5: while in the middle of the lockdown yeah. or something shit, you can't meet people and stuff, you know, I just realized it only now.
4: I feel like they never had the chance to like go out at night and now our concerts are like the space to do that and just mosh pit the fuck out
0: of Your music and uh, like what you're singing about and the playing, it's like extra extra window, it's a portal to another world universe and stuff to get away from all the stuff, right?
5: Extraterrestrial, hardcore cyberpunk crunch (laughs) cyberpunk We're going to take it. You should put it in the description.
7: <laughs> Extraterrestrial.
0: Actually, how much personal… Uh, who writes the lyrics? Uh, Leo or… Depends. Every? Depends, depends, okay.
6: depends. Sometimes me, sometimes him, sometimes Leonid.
7: Okay,
0: cool. How much of personal stuff do you put in the lyrics? All or all or, of f- <laughs> all all or how much fiction is there in the lyrics?
5: It varies from song to song. For example, like Kinderzimmer. Um, I wrote the lyrics for that song and it was, I wrote the lyrics right after the fight with my mom where she was uh, very angry with me because I decided to stop studying, um, stopped uh, my university t- going to university because I wanted to just work as a barkeeper on the side and, and realize my dream to become a musician. And she was very angry with me because she thought that I should have a plan B, I should uh, work on my career, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but not a career as a musician, but, uh, or as an artist. Your future. Yeah, I should care more about my future, blah, dada. Get a 9
6: to 5 job. Get please, a 9 you know. <laughs> yeah.
5: Something safe, stable, you know?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: exactly. And after I had this fight with her, I went to the, to our um, practice room and Leonid actually made the instrumentals the day before and I just put them on and screamed to it. And then I was like, okay, this sounds pretty fucking nice. And then I went to Leonid and we finished the song together. So that's how, for example, this song was created, which is very personal.
0: It feels personal. I think it's one of your uh, most heard uh, songs everywhere. That's why people connect. Mm -hmm. And uh, so. I I have my my idea went away for a second. I like, I got emotional myself But actually when you said regarding like uh tough times, family divorce and stuff, you know, heartbreak, each time I heard like I remembered mine, you know, like 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 all my stuff, you know. I was like, oh, oh it's so painful.
7: Yeah.
0: Yeah, right now is like the best time to write,
5: to be creative for you. Yeah. I guess it's not about, you know, it's the right time to do this or the right time to do that. It's just the time where it, these feelings affect all of us. So it's not like we planned it to uh, come back after the pandemic with the right topics for the young audiences. It affects all of us. So it just happens. It resonates with our art. Yeah, the, the most important
0: thing about your music is that you're really genuine. You sing, play music from your heart, at least it feels.
5: I think that's the most important thing to,
6: to be is authentic. Well, if you, if you write the songs, because like I write the songs for myself, basically, and if you write the songs for yourself, not for someone else, then it's really generous, really personal. Ah, uh, a big thing happened this year,
0: you got signed to Fat Penguin Records, right? Yeah. Uh, and Fat Penguin Records is quite a serious deal considering who is on the roster and who it is yeah. in charge. How did you get discovered by those people?
4: Like, we had a concert at Replugged, it was self organized, and um, well, we kind of knew the people there, but like they came to a concert, and um, our manager now, um, he is Um Persuaded uh, the other management to ask us to
5: yeah. join. One one partner didn't want us to join, with us, and the other one wanted us on the roster. Why not? Why? Why? Why would anyone not want you on the on the
0: on a record? Wait.
5: Um, it's a it's a personal story. Um, one of the uh, owners. I mean, uh, be careful. I mean, maybe you don't want to say this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's it's not a, it's not an can't can hide from it so yeah it's it one of one of the one of the bosses of fat penguin one of the ceos it's well, not it's a big company people. yeah it's just three people but like one partner of it is uh my dad and ah. we didn't want to work together because it would be weird it's would always there will be always people be like yeah i just got signed to it because of your dad and that's why we didn't want it to work t- together. Well, but the other guy... For that
6: reason, yeah, he did. would have been signed a lot earlier. Yeah, the,
5: the other guy, uh, um... What's pers- you Persuaded. Persuaded my dad, so... All right, so we have a double conflict. <laughs> <laughs> no, so not it's anymore. not so good. It's not like I'm on a am uh, on, on bad, bad terms with my dad. It's just, we didn't want to, uh, mix Family Good stuff, work life work balance, stuff,
4: you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he knew our music uh, ever since we started, and it was just always like it was never on the table that they would sign us. But then suddenly it was. Yeah. I guess it was. we well, were this really
6: happy with that yeah. decision yeah. that we're yeah. with them because they're anybody great would team. be ha- well. Yeah, they're a great team. They're like Vien- Viennese labels, uh, because we we wouldn't want to go to major labels so early. Uh, no, it's it's actually never. It, it's like one of the best Viennese labels you can be in.
0: Yeah, I mean so you, could, a, you should check out the roster. I mean, as yeah. I said,
5: everybody who's involved in the, yeah. in the project yeah. of this record, is like serious stuff. I think it's the most professional indie label there is in Austria, at least.
4: Actually, I I started knowing them uh, because they also signed Bunzberg, which was my li- uh, my favorite band when like, I I dis- I discovered them when I was seventeen, I think. And suddenly they, uh, suddenly they asked us to sign. It was just crazy for me.
0: Okay, so you got signed. Uh, do, do you? Is there a difference between how you were signed before? I mean, not signed and signed, you know? For people
5: who are not signed, for example, do yes. you understand? Big yes, difference. a major difference. There was so much weight lifted off of uh, our shoulders because we don't have to... Uh,
6: well, we, we got walkers, yeah? we have people who... Are, uh, yeah, PR, we PR agency. agency, we have people who connect us with Germany, uh, Germany. Uh, because you want to go to Germany at some point, because the market in Austria is not that big, especially like outside of Vienna, it's not. As you can see here, I mean, it's, it's a nice festival,
5: but it's just not really, um, there are not that many people. Outside,
0: it's only exists like a couple of years. Uh, let's yeah. say maybe next year it's gonna yeah. be more because you gonna be big next year, and then they will see in the back that okay somebody played here. I mean nobody remembers what's gonna happen here, but in the future.
5: Um, yeah, but the major difference. Yeah.
4: Was I remember last year when we uh, like met again after the pandemic and um, wanted to play again. It was so hard for us to find a venue who would take us. Like we we. Uh, sent emails to venues at Gürtel and they didn't even reply or yeah whatever and then, a lot of
5: money f- that we would have to pay f- for us to yeah. be playing there yeah they asked for money and they yeah. asked okay and, yeah. uh, and can you they, buy tickets for money and sell and the for tickets the cards. Yeah. like they, yeah
4: and then luckily i think Leonid uh, found this uh, band contest and uh, we signed up for it and this w- was kind of our kickoff i don't yeah. know yeah
6: if you ever start a band, don't go to a band contest. <laughs> well, because the previous band won the
0: contest and now they have like an, a, in a good position. It's elephant planet or what? Or curb? curb. Curb. I mean, they won a competition. I mean, I had an interview just like half an hour ago. They won a the competition, somebody noticed them and then it went good from that point. So why not be at
6: the band contest? Uh, you get like, what do you say? Strip down? I don't know. They they want you to sell the tickets, they want you to bring the people. They don't put anything into yeah, any get, PR. You don't get, you get anything from the tickets. You get shit from them. It's, yeah. it's,
7: okay,
5: so, so it's a classic thing. They invite several they, bands. They, they use young bands and their young audience to make money. And I mean, yeah, they, they with the money they can pay for big venues and it's cool to play at these big venues. But, but it's useless if, if nobody's there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's a it's, 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 it's a it's a stand so it's a standard system when they invite uh, three four bands uh, all the bands do all the promotion they have yeah, to yeah, organize exactly. it themselves and so the tickets and usually it's tickets to the family members and friends yeah. and family uh, I mean some friends don't come no. <laughs> and that's you're left just a couple of, of random people and that's yeah. it and they get all the money yeah exactly.
4: They also, like, the contest had a very, very big budget, but it was, like, for example, the, ju- uh, the jury didn't get paid at all, and uh, the winners were paid 12,000 euros. was very, just very Which randomly... Doesn't, it doesn't
5: make yeah. sense. It's just not balanced. Like, not balanced they though. don't even have a fucking Instagram account for the band yeah. contest, ah, okay. but they have enough money, so, I mean, I think every, every band that played in the... In the final round, got 500 euros, and the winner got 12,000, and the second place got like 6,000 or something. So they have a huge budget, but they can't afford like a just one PR Most person yeah. to make a fucking Instagram account and do some. Because you can, ads. you can
6: make a cool event out of yeah, it. You they, can pump they, up the scene in Vienna. Yeah. You, you can support the locals, but you just do They just don't give a fuck about you.
5: The the idea is cool, but the umsetzung uh, no no like the the way they make it is it's just not. Yeah. Uh, but di- did you know the band who won? Yeah, GGM Club.
0: I I mean, f- we
4: met them there. Yeah, we met them. I know. mean,
0: are they legit? Maybe they were on on it. You know, maybe they didn't get the money. But uh, I don't fucking know. Because usually in such cases, it's like the first two bands are I in know,
6: the... Like the. the the Shuri voting was weird. Yeah, I think yeah, because yeah. like the 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 bands that I think that they were cool and good were placed like at, on the lowers. Yeah.
7: Yeah, it's it's it's
6: uh, the whole thing is fucked up. This is one of the
0: systems where, where it's not... Yeah, I understand oh, oh, from that point of view of why oh, you, you shouldn't do this.
5: I don't know if, if they the, the winner got the money. All we know is that we didn't get any money and they promised us 500 euros because we got to the final round. I
4: think, I think the 500 euros was more like sponsoring...
5: Yeah, it was, but it, I don't... Think yeah, it's, it's not even their, their money. It's, yeah, no, it's not their uh, money, but we still didn't get it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
0: yeah... But it's 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 especially in Vienna. It's still a lot of shit going on. Mm. Of uh, you have to pay for the playing. Mm. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Actually, regarding the label, are they preparing you for the for the future? Like, uh, what to expect from the music industry? Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. Yeah, yeah we're we in contact a lot. We talk a lot of, with them about it and mm-hmm. what's the plan for the future. But like, it's it's very unpredictable. Yeah. So they can really. Give us like a way to go, or we just have to find our own way, I guess.
5: Yeah, but they set things in motion for us to, um, to, uh, have a yeah, have a chance to grow. Uh, what's the What's the plan? Where do you want to grow? I think Big... the, yeah. Honestly, I I think we just want to be able to pay for our rent and food and keep making the stuff that makes us happy, playing music and hopefully making other people happy and having people that enjoy our music and can relate to it, connect to it. All right. And what's the plans for this year?
6: Um, Our first tour in in the fall, we, we go to Germany we, yeah, for we, the first time, which is like, kind of, yeah. I'm really excited for it. Yeah.
0: Have you playing been a on a tour already? No. no. no? In We're
6: Austria, are. no? Uh, we have.
4: We played some con- concerts in, in Upper Austria, now here, Wo- not like
5: a tour, always just yeah. for one day there and then yeah. we go back to Vienna, then one night there and go back to Vienna. Now it's re- for real like being away for two weeks, uh, three weeks, something like that. And also, of course, our yeah. first album comes out this year in October. In October,
0: and, and you also have a music video that's coming out, so. Yeah,
5: okay, sure. uh, the <laughs> first single of our first album Actually, it's, it's not, not the first single, first, but no. it's like the <laughs> it's the, the fifth single because the other songs that we released this year will also be on the album. But the, the first single to start the promotion for the album comes out in a week. Uh, it's called Angst and there will be a music video also out on 2nd of September. 2nd of September. Awesome. I, Do you have a favorite alcohol drink on uh, before
0: the
6: gigs?
5: the gigs i guess
6: beer normally yeah because like usually we we like when we when we started playing when we were like 17 18 we used to, used to get like shit face drunk before yeah gig. we were <laughs> fucked up on stage playing all the wrong but, tunes but and
5: that's,
4: that's acting that's not, like rock yeah. in front of like 20 people <laughs> <laughs> it's not so good
6: because like usually nowadays we just drink like A few beers before a show, just to lighten the mood, and then after the show we usually get we go (laughs) stupid vodka after the
5: show vodka
0: because because I like to ask the question of what do people musicians drink on tour. But you haven't been mm. on tour, so I'm asking about the gig. Why I'm asking this, because once I interviewed a band and they said, We like to drink margaritas. <laughs> and they're uh, doom metal bands and they like play like serious, sad music. And I'm like, No, we're really funny. We like to drink margaritas and stuff. I was like, Okay, cool. Are they
4: mixing them the, uh, just themselves? Or like, where, where
0: do they? No, get buying numbers? in the bars and stuff. We're oh, the tour.
5: It just goes smooth, I guess. Well, Anyways, now a backs, uh, backstage rider for Margaritas <laughs> <laughs> Try, Try it out <laughs> Try it out, I heard it's cool Well, anyways, uh, guys, thank you very much What song are we listening at the end? Our latest release, Käfer It's about uh, Franz Kafka, Die Verwandlung uh, I don't know what it is Meta- Metamorphosis Metamorphosis of Franz Kafka, yeah It's just a funny little song we did
8: Die schwere Verwundung Gregors an der er über einen Monat litt. Der Apfel blieb da, in niemand zu entfernen wagte, als sichtbares Andenken im sitzen Schien selbst den Vater daran erinnert zu haben, dass Gregor, trotz seiner gegenwärtigen, traurigen und ekelhaften Gestalt, ein Familienmitglied war, dass man nicht wie einen Feind behandelt
7: durfte, sondern der Gegenüber ist das Gebot der Familienpflicht. Und so mich als du lehnen
1: So gezuckt, der Kiefer ächzt
8: Blut im Mund, mir geht's so schlecht Ich kann nicht sprechen Ich bin so hässlich und so zerbrechlich
7: Ich wache auf, ich bin ein Kiefer Schwester, komm und
8: bitte hilf mir Ich warte schon die ganze Zeit Verkrab mich tief in meiner Einsamkeit Ich lieg im Bett, kein Augenlicht Wer geht so schlecht, sie hassen
7: mich Ich kann nicht sprechen, die Beine brechen Ich find das seltsam, ich bin so hässlich,
9: Ich warte auf, ich bin ein Schwester komm und bitte hilf mir Ich warte
8: schon die ganze Zeit Vergrabe mich tief in meiner Einsamkeit
0: Alright, that was leftovers, and now
9: on to the Bates
0: interview.
10: Hi, I'm Sonia from Bates.
9: Hi, I'm Fatso from Bates. I'm Grzy from Bates. Bernd from Bates. Bates! Love
0: your band. Been following your band for a long time. Yeah. How's life? You were on tour recently.
10: Uh, we played a couple of festivals, summer festivals, so yeah. We, uh...
0: Something big?
10: Uh, yes, we actually played the Siget Festival in Hungary. That was like the biggest gig ever, so...
0: How was the experience?
10: Uh, great. We had a mosh pit at 4.30 in the afternoon.
0: What was the difficult part? Uh, tell me more about the Zicket. Uh, what was the difficult part? What didn't you expect about the festival?
10: Uh, um, basically that it's so well organized. Um, everything was like really, really, really nice. People um, took care of us very well. We had one artist manager and she took care of us the whole time. Walked around with us, watched Timmy Paolo with us, um, and we were really treated very well there. So that was amazing. That was the difficult part. There was no difficult except for checking in in the hotel. You remember yeah. that shit show?
0: That was difficult. We arrived at the same time with a, a Spanish. like a Spanish tour uh, like bus, and there were a tourist lot of bus. tourist bus, and there were a lot of tourists
9: in the lobby. And like one guy was complaining that they didn't clean his room and. Why don't you clean the room? I yeah. want to speak to the manager. Blah 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 blah. blah. A lot of haywire. Like hours it took us hours to get over. This
0: is like the most horrible
9: part of the Ziket festival, right? Yeah, I I, I would love to tell some brutal stories, but it, we were really treated very nice. We had
10: a great time. So maybe.
9: no broken guitars, no broken legs uh-huh. this time. No. You know, maybe 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 it was uh, hot. It was hot. It was very hot.
10: Yeah, but and I, it was and um like the. Uh, Climate change is very visible when it doesn't rain on the Danube Island and everybody's wearing face masks, but not because of COVID, but because of the dust, because everything is so dry that you can't, like, breathe.
9: Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was kind of brutal for uh, people with no uh, backstage room, I guess. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) So you were hiding in the backstage all the time? No, not true. Just me. I was hiding. They went to Damien Bala
10: yeah, we we ran around a lot because our stage, the stage that we played on, was very close to the main stage. So it took us like ten minutes to walk there and see the show. And there were a lot of people, and it was. It Bernd,
9: was Bernd even went full festival mode and nice. took his shoes off.
10: Yeah, shoes
9: uh, sure, off. So.
10: Yeah, he went. you know the, the people
8: were very welcoming. I felt great. I put my uh, put my shoes off, and then my shoes were were caught in the in the van, yeah. so I had no choice anymore and I had to go to Team Impala very in weird. the middle. We were at the, at the front of stage, uh, uh, front of house uh was spot and I was there with no shoes on. That was kind of, that was brutal. That was brutal. I was <laughs> I was expecting to spend the night at the medical center. Yeah. It didn't happen though, fortunately. So, so nothing uh, happened? No, it, it actually it was just a very nice <laughs> festival, we had really good times and well, that was it. So they were just
0: part that nothing happened and, and Bates was just fine.
10: Yeah. <laughs> we were great. The people were great. We had a really fun time. Our, the crowd had a really good time. We gave some autographs after the show. The, the
8: most bizarre story from Bates I could ever <laughs> hear, yeah, you no, know, that everything good. was nothing fine. To complain about. Nothing. What is going on here? Bates has nothing to complain about. No. That's the story, maybe.
0: Well you can complain about it like your time in Italy and stuff
10: <laughs> yeah, we can but that's uh that's a different it's
0: old form. time I that's don't like want to can. I don't want to hear about that no, stuff we're, we're, It would be up. cool if Zi sucked and then they were like oh wow sick sucks. I don't
10: think, yeah. I I think they're putting a very lot like very much heart into this festival and you could feel it in every mm. way there. even the food was amazing like I had sour cherry soup Wow. Uh, I saw cherry soup. Like if never, it's a like a Hungarian specialty, and it was really amazing. So
9: at least they told us it's a Hungarian specialty. Maybe maybe it was like the peace pot from yesterday. It's like wow. It's no no. I guess no, no, of course not. <laughs> we're
10: ruining my good time. My food good time. You know.
0: So amazing experience at Ziegat, right? How did you end up on Ziegat? What's the secret?
10: Uh FM four connections. No. We actually won a voting.
0: I think I voted for you.
10: Yeah, yeah. well, that's how we got there. So you're so part see. of the reason. So it's because of you that we're there. But,
0: you know, what's funny, I just remember right now, not because I did research, I knew that there was voting, but I
9: forgot that I actually voted for you.
10: Yeah, there was voting and we were voted and we like came in first place and that's why they sent us to Sieget. Yeah.
9: And and we won the Sundowner slot at four o'clock.
10: Yeah, at four o'clock, so, FM4 kind of <laughs> Put it out as like, yeah, you're gonna play when the sun goes down at Secret Festival, and apparently, how uh, do it's you like,
9: imagine the situation when you're playing on stage and the sun goes down and the light becomes orange and stuff? But we played at four o'clock, so we didn't get any of that. It was but,
10: it was brutally fucking hot instead. It yeah, it was this day. yeah, like during soundcheck, it was like fuck, how we're we gonna do this?
9: Well, what's uh, like what.
0: Uh, Almost like th- three or four interviews, last interviews that they did in a row, everybody complained about the heat on the stage. So it's not here. Yes, 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 yes.
10: They no, they have no clue. Uh, they
9: have no clue. No clue. I, 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 it was 36 here once. I, I heard it. I heard it. I heard it too. And I don't understand it because we're outside and it's not really that hot. Like, and we have the spots maybe, but I don't know. Maybe they, they change the lights with some heaters or something like that? Well, it's, it's, it's the lights. It's always the lights and
0: whatever. Yeah,
10: How, if you play in a rock band, get used to it. Yeah, I don't know.
9: I sweat the whole day, every day. Just alcohol and other substances will help you out.
0: Yes. Mm,
10: water is a good idea when you're sweating. That's why I said substances, yeah. yes. Yeah. Liquids.
0: Liquids. <laughs> Liquids. How do you get pumped out
9: before the gig? Liquids. <laughs> liquids. <laughs>
10: liquids. Uh, different liquids.
9: Uh, it's it's kind of a mixture between uh, hanging out like in a closed
10: uh, environment, environment
9: with, with just us. and
8: we'll put our jackets on, yeah.
9: try to move, yeah. can't. <laughs> that's it's
8: like a really nice <laughs> experience. Yes. The music and dance to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that Tec- was the a really nice ritual that we yeah. uh, didn't do a lot the last couple of shows, but I really enjoyed it when we did it techno music uh, techno music mm-hmm. and dancing around like idiots
9: yeah. and we try to drink at least one bottle of uh, prosecco together yes yeah, it's, yeah. awesome. it's like yeah. the poor man cocaine all right didn't, didn't expect that but so uh, are mm-hmm. prosecco punks actually yeah. mm-hmm. Ch- champagne punks that's why i ask
0: everybody you know once i interviewed a band <laughs> that uh playing doom metal and they said they drink Margaritas on tour, <laughs> <laughs> and since then I'm asking everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. what are they drinking on tour? What do you drink on tour?
10: Champagne.
9: Mo- mostly like bubbly, bubbly stuff actually, because because beer and and and, and two, like hard drinks is is kind of unhealthy. I have a feeling that like bubbly stuff uh, keeps you on a on a high all the time, and the uh, and the hangover is not too bad.
10: Yeah, beer makes you beer makes you just so tired. Like it's eating several meals in a bottle and, and I, when I go on stage, I can't have that. I can't feel like somebody, you know, like I swallowed a rock or something. Yeah, beer
0: is uh, is liquid bread.
10: Yeah, yes. exactly. I don't want to eat like, imagine eating three or four breads before going on stage and then the light burns down on you. And how are you going to process that?
0: And you're like quite an active band. So you need to jump around a, a lot. What's actually like a, the best stage environment for you? Close. A uh, small bar or a
9: huge stage, open, closed area. I, I guess we can we we can do it all. But for me, I prefer like the mid clubs stuff, like hundreds people. Yeah, I guess that's my thing. Uh, I don't mind if there are 500 people. I guess, but. It, I, I like it when the stage is kind of intimate
0: Intimidating. You can t-
9: feel the smell of the people next
0: to you. <laughs> you
10: feel, yeah, I actually like uh, outdoor shows a lot because there's always a nice breeze at, at a certain point. And using um, farts in
9: the right BPM all the yeah, time. So yeah. I, really, I really need this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and how
0: many people were at the secret? Did I don't know. know. Uh, totally? At your gig, or like. Or, or, or at the question is, what was the biggest amount of people you had
9: at the gig so far? I don't
10: know. Biggest.
9: I guess two to three hundred.
10: Mm-hmm. I Something guess. like that, yeah.
9: But, like, like at festivals like Sigit, it's really hard to tell because you have like the active audience and you have the audience you don't really see, like, they are like far away or they're on the sides and, or they are lying in the grass. Well, I mean, how do you cool down after the gig AC AC
10: <laughs> DC
9: uh, <laughs> No um a well tempered uh, backstage room
10: yeah.
9: uh, I try I try to get outside if it's uh, like a club show or something I try to get it outside as quick as I can but try to get inside again cuz I'll get sick if I like stay out like 5 minutes on um, the next day so it's it's I, I don't cool down after games, <laughs> so I guess. Yeah. I don't cool down. Sonia is at the merch.
10: Yeah, I immediately have to go to the merch. So to be You don't person,
9: have a merch person now.
10: No. We do everything ourselves.
0: Everything ourselves. Booking also, right? No. We, not anymore.
10: Not anymore. That was a big step up because I used to do the booking all by myself and it's a shit ton of work and especially with COVID kind of you know, making a lot of postponements and stuff like that and you know, booking tours. Yeah, I'm very, very happy that we have a very good booker. So, Who's your booker now? Sorry? Who is it now? Uh, Lessig Booking. Yeah, money money from Lessig Booking. He does a good job.
9: Oh, yeah, yeah he's good. Yeah, he's a really, really, really Yeah, capable except for guy. the fact that
10: he has never shown us his butthole, which we demanded. We <laughs> <laughs> <He didn't> really
9: tried it We really asked him every time. Demand oh, we demanded, but he demand it.
10: refuses
0: to show us his butthole. On this podcast, everything is possible. <laughs> it's a podcast actually actually like uh when i interviewed a band your mom yeah i I um, uh, connected them to elastic bookings and together they had a gig later
10: with a spoiler yeah yeah now they're going on tour in the uk together yeah yeah. it's all because of you again
0: thanks to this podcast not me it's all people so as it's not a mythical thing, yeah. we can see it someday. <laughs> we just need enough people to push him, <laughs> to, to show him.
9: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bernd, you're the new yes. old best player now. It's been, you've been in the band since last summer, I think,
8: at least. Last summer, right? Yeah, uh, since last July, I think, uh, we kicked off with a lot of shows. So I came into the band and we played all the time, which was really cool to join uh, the band at this very time. What kind of meme test had you had to pass to get into Bates? Actually, I'm really not a good uh, social media person. So I'm not on Instagram, a little bit on Twitter and Facebook as like, kind of, I I don't do social media. a lot.
0: Well, (laughs) actually you're part of the meme (laughs) sphere now, thanks to FOTO here. Uh, Funny for me as well. Yeah. (laughs) So basically you became a meme yourself. You didn't have to to, to pass any
8: tests. How are you feeling about that? Mm, well, you know, we, we talk about it sometime uh, when, when some like, I don't know. Docking? Okay. What? Yeah. Wait, wait, I, you know, okay. I, I can say that that um, it was kind of strange to me at the start, you know, having a camera in front of yourself, uh, at times where you don't expect it. But, um, I came to appreciate it because Fatso, our social media dude, has a great sense of humor and you can just trust then um, something funny comes out of it. And I guess that's my answer to the meme part of the band. Yeah, actually, yeah. As I said before we
0: started recording is that it was quite fun to go through your social media channels because they're actually fun. The meme pages and everything is really cool. You actually have a TikTok account.
9: Yeah, yeah. Not many bands have it. I hate TikTok. It's you pest. hate it? It's a pest. TikTok <laughs> is really like the worst. I I just, I just we just do it cuz I don't know if, if if you're like 12 or something or you have no life here, yeah, maybe follow us well, it looks good it's it's okay but I just do the same it's it's the same thing like on Instagram so TikTok I just like the stories on Instagram I I don't do like or, or we don't do like this whole uh TikTok thing where we do TikTok exclusive videos and like trends and so basically reposting stuff yes it's everywhere the same like the priorities are Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, I guess, and then music <laughs> at the end, and then maybe music, maybe
0: music. What makes a good bait mean? What are the elements
9: of the bait specifically? baits mean? I guess it has to be like trashy but classy. And so it, like, it can't be like shit covered in glitter. It's it's a polished turd. I would Polish. say. Sure. Okay, yeah.
0: it's classic. I
9: understand. my fault. Like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. Nobody likes glitter. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe. Maybe, maybe we, we have a, a glam or a hair, hair metal phase uh, in front of us.
10: Uh, yeah, maybe hair work. metal is coming back. Yeah. And maybe we should do it. I'm totally for the hair. Yeah.
0: Well, you had the photo session in 80s style, right? Your current uh, band photo. 70s.
10: My, 70s. Yeah, my idea was more glam rock than, than, than 80s. Yeah, uh, like uh, New York Dolls and uh, what, what was his name, uh, T-Rex. T-Rex,
0: uh, eye up. Uh...
10: But that in a, in a new way.
0: You got signed to noise, rec- noise. Noise
10: appeal. Noise appeal
0: records. Noise appeal records, right? I remember, th- I think we met three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember back then you said, I don't get why people get signed to record. What's the point of a record label? What's changed?
10: uh how much we how much work it is um we all work jobs we
0: all
9: regular have, jobs
10: yeah we all have regular jobs like yeah. uh well you do have a job
9: i do have a job but it, i, I would say it's a self job but you it
10: seemed like band like, you know but yeah the point is you we have know, a life we have a life and we have like other stuff to do on and the band, <laughs> band you know, the The priorities have, um, for to be in a band, you have to be aware of what, what is the role that you want to do in a band. And up to a certain point, it's okay to do everything yourself, like we did, you know, booking. And, you know, we, we did our old, we put our old records on, on, uh, CD Baby and stuff and did it all ourselves. But um, of course, if you want to, if you get to a certain point and you want to go further, then you need other people to work with. That may be a booker, that may be a label that has connections that takes away a part of the work that you have to invest, so you can focus on playing live gigs um, and making music.
9: For for me, it's it's more like a, um, a situation where you get more people in the band. Like you, you don't stop doing work and you don't stop. Uh, Doing uh, the whole uh, writing stuff and mailing stuff and and the bureau stuff, uh, but there are other people who like can do, do do, can do it better or can do it like in in uh, addition to our work. So, so I would say we're did... still a DIY band, but like it depends on. Uh, I don't think any label gives you like ev- everything 100%. You still mm-hmm. need to do a lot of
0: social media. The label was not going to do your social yeah. media, you have to do it yourself.
9: Sure, 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 sure.
0: Uh, so how long did it take you to get, so this is like a proper label, right? Yeah. So how long did it take you to, to, to get signed to a proper label?
10: Well, we've been on another label before that, but with our, like our album was released on, on Mavi records. Um, but we didn't feel super at home there. So we were looking for other labels and then our booker um, recommended Noise Appeal and they were interested. And then we talked and they were like, yeah, okay, we have this idea. We want to make a tape because those are songs that are kind of in between a new record and the old record and they don't fit anywhere for real, but they're good. So let's release them. And they were like, yeah, let's do it. And we were like, yeah, okay, fine.
0: Why did you decide to... Uh, produce tapes
10: because it's four songs what are you going to do with four songs Uh, seven inch in these days when uh, you know um, other artists like Harry Styles are you know taking over the record production companies and get put in advance um, because they are selling like a million vinyls and not like 300 like we are so I mean you know a tape is much easier to get has a good format looks cool fits our, our idea of you know, How many did you produce? I think 100. Yep. Yeah. Small amount. Yeah. So it's a collector's item. I'm going to
0: buy one, if if you still have it. Yeah, this definitely.
10: Item. Definitely. Yes,
0: yes so right. I'm talking about tapes for the last 20 interviews and episodes and whatever, and nobody has done them.
10: Yeah. It's actually our sec- third tape. Bates has released Bates three tapes. For tape, right? Yeah, we did one tape. Um, that was shades, and then we had another kind of uh, uh, stalker shades that was both kind of put together, and now we have another one. So, if you're a serious collector, you should have three bait tapes by now.
0: I to feel that you're so matured as a band. You know, like, like you're already talking like in a professional. T- you can see immediately when the band is only starting, when they have a lot of experience, you know, mm-hmm. you sound already, okay, we know there's a marriage, we know about the, the record label and stuff. Actually, what, what what are your expectations at this point? You know, like first of all, what, what, what are your
9: plans for the band for this year? Mm. Uh, I guess this year is... I, I, I think we can say we like survived the whole uh, COVID thing very well. I think we grew a lot. I think we played like really, really a lot of shows, especially for COVID times. And, and you got the drummer in COVID time.
0: Oh, the <laughs> drummer, the, the bass player.
9: <laughs> yes, sure, sure. Uh, but for this year, it's just like finished uh, the last shows we have. It's like, I don't know, five shows or something like that. And then we will start recording our second, uh, album. Um, like going forward, uh, we always had like a plan to like
10: be the best fucking band in the universe.
9: Yeah. Ah, uh, here, professional talking. Okay. Yeah, we're um, the fucking, What's <laughs> the it best. Like, it, it, it's, it's always, it's always like that. Like, what are your plans with the band? Blah, blah, blah. It's to get rich and famous. It's, it's, it's always the same thing. And and to make, and and to, to make it like, uh, I, I don't care if I, uh, if I have to work like four jobs, like the band is like four jobs. Uh, I will do it, uh, till, uh, I'm satisfied with the, with, with the band, like,
10: or till I don't want to do it anymore. But right now, like you're in it. We're all not, you know, we're not 20 years anymore. So we're doing this because we're convinced of that what we're doing is good and, that and
9: we have
0: a contract
10: we do have a co- we do have a contract so, we're so
0: ladies and it. gentlemen base has a contract yeah. <laughs> we have a contract yeah. Oh, yeah we
10: signed a contract with the devil and now we have to deliver and yeah
0: if you meet the devil at the crossroads how would it he she look like
10: like that guy over there <laughs> I, I, I have a it's feeling like, yeah, well,
0: uh, <laughs> like a grasshopper with a with a hat yeah. on his head. I guess it would be a frog. A frog. A frog. Mm-hmm. The devil would appear in front of baits as yeah. a frog. As yeah. a frog. I, I think so.
10: Yeah.
0: It's a it sounds it's good good me. <laughs>
10: no, it's a, and then it's gonna ask well if you wanna get famous you just have to lick me from in my butt yeah. crack and then you're gonna get famous. And that's and,
9: gonna and, Bernd, be... and Bernd is like I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> funny.
10: come on over
8: baby <laughs> Pop crack I'm
9: Oh, <laughs> well, finally I hear the real
0: base of course I will ask him the wrong questions but I had to ask them when I was asking about the plants, usually what uh, it's a question actually to push people who are like your experience okay you're fine but people who are not experienced just so that they start thinking on what to do in this year because yeah. so that okay you should do something. You
10: know, okay. There's there stuff fun. to do. Yeah, but we already have a plan until the we end of the year. We have a contract. We will have a contract. For two. a couple of albums? Uh, yeah, 12, actually. <laughs> Not that it's a joke. <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> like one. I guess. I guess we we uh, my... signed <laughs> with the devil. <laughs>
9: <laughs> you know, maybe <laughs> they don't know. Yeah. I think we will do like six albums. I, I, I guess that's the. I think we do six albums.
10: You know, two, one oh. and
9: then we'll see. Yeah. yeah.
10: Yeah, a second one, you mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, one, yeah on the, on the annual. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, sure, sure. You never know. But so far, you're satisfied yeah. with the label and everything's fine, right?
10: Yeah, right now we we can be happier except for yeah. playing more Sigurd Fest, like more festivals that are kind of Sigurd style. So I wouldn't mind playing Reading or Leeds or, um, I don't know, Glastonbury or something or Duna Jam.
0: Are you planning to have a wardrobe, uh, different outfit on stage?
10: Um, actually, here tonight, not, but I already have different types of outfits. So yeah certain point definitely we're you know it's all fun of dressing up and going out there
0: all right Bates, uh i already like bored you with my questions uh which song are we going to listen at the end of this episode which bass song should i put at the end hmm. i would say brief brief, brief. That was Bates, and now on to the solo interview.
11: Hello, I'm Sodel.
0: (laughs) Sodel, hello. Would you consider yourself a heartbreaker?
11: Heartbreaker? I hope that I'm not a heartbreaker.
0: You don't want to break any hearts? I
11: want to be a heart healer.
0: Heart healer, all uniting with, with the power of the music.
11: With the power of the music, I think you can do many things to a heart. You can break it. You can also heal it, and you can make it cry. You can do many things, and I hope that I don't break it.
0: You do. Yes, uh, the music that I heard is warm and sunny, and it doesn't have all oh, your music. Warm, sunny, ocean, oceany, oceany, <laughs> like warm, somewhere sunny. Uh, especially because of the accordion. Can you explain uh, what's? the musical instrument that you play?
11: Musical instrument, I play with a guitar with a Reverend Bixby. It's an ivory green guitar, which I very love. And in my recordings, I also use a um, Russian button accordion and some other instruments I can't really play. But I just uh, somehow put them in my recordings and act like I can play them, like a double bass. I don't know.
0: Well, I, I, I mean, I didn't know. I mean, I knew about the accordion but how 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 did you end up uh, playing the accordion The what how how do you know how to play the oh. how, the Russian accordion
11: i I actually learned it in music school
0: and is it like a weird uh, instrument to learn
11: a weird I think it's pretty
0: unusual
11: unusual it's unusual many people don't know it but I think it's quite interesting and I learned it um since I was seven so I know it quite well
0: in uh, music school yeah Okay, so you went to the music school and you learned uh, what's the difference between a Russian accordion and a normal? or well, not normal, but the other one.
11: There are these typical Austrian accordions, which are like Hütten, Gaudi, Andreas Gavalli stuff. And that's not my kind of accordion. And there are accordions with piano. Um...
0: We need to say that who those people are uh, the one that you mentioned, Andreas Cavalier, for the people who don't live in Austria. Oh,
11: uh, he is a person who is mm, mm-hmm. Pop, mm, folk, folk. He is many, many left
0: people. Do you like him?
11: Not, not. S-
0: do you like him as a musician?
11: No, I don't like him as person and not as. <laughs> and
0: uh, as as because, a person.
11: Um, we can we can form it like that. Left people do not uh-huh. s- uh, do not agree with him
0: okay so for his uh, beliefs and political views yes all right what about his music
11: um it's it's not for me
0: okay so it's uh, what does he play
11: uh, Schlager.
0: Uh-huh. uh how to explain that to the people uh people uh music for the masses for the mass amount of people uh of older generation plus how do you describe Jesus Christ. Yeah,
11: I, I actually don't know it. It's quite commercial, I think.
0: So It's like pop music for old people.
11: <laughs> yeah.
0: Kind of, for a certain kind of people.
11: For a certain kind of people, yes.
0: It's a specific...
11: I'm, I'm not an expert in Schlager. No, I just I'm, I'm trying I'm to
0: not. explain what Schlager is. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to explain
11: it. I don't know either.
0: Okay, we don't care about <laughs> So, accordion. Um, that's what uh, I said when I heard your music. Uh, that's why I said uh, sunny uh, ocean, like, because the accordion it gives this warm feeling, you know? It immediately reminds me of pirates.
2: <laughs> you know, a bit?
11: Yeah, it reminds me of Paris.
0: Of Paris, exactly. Okay, Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But something far away out of this world where we live in at the moment. So it's like really exotic for It sounds really exotic. But the new record that I heard, uh, Flowers on the Moon, right?
11: It's the old record, actually.
0: It's old. What's the new one?
11: The new one is um, Eine Farbe schlafende Kind with three songs.
0: Three songs, right. But I don't think there's much accordion in the new...
11: It is. There is an entire instrumental piece, actually. Yeah, man. In in the the Flowers on the Moon, there's no accordion. Maybe you have... um,
0: Yeah, maybe I confused them. All right, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, because um, the, the, you have only uh, one EP? Yeah,
11: I have one EP, Flowers in the Moon, one single, "Oh to Be Wild Like the Universe, and one EP ish thing with t- three songs. All right. There are seven songs on Spotify.
0: Yes, that's what they saw. Actually, regarding this. Oh. Ah,
11: eight the Sp- songs. Eight
0: songs. <laughs> actually, regarding the Spotify, uh, did you know that your public playlists are public?
11: Uh, my public playlists are public.
0: Yeah, the music that you saved for your personal music that you listen to, I think it's public. For example, for example, for example. Maybe it's maybe something, uh, a mistake. For example, you have psychedelic witchcraft
11: radio. (laughs) Yes, I didn't know these are public.
0: (laughs) They are public. they are like seven or eight uh, albums of what you choose. They're all public.
11: Oh, Uh. okay. I didn't know that.
0: So uh, the connection why I ask about psychedelic uh, witchcraft is because I made an album cover for them.
11: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, cool. mean, I mean, I think it's a special band for me because because of them I started to. Uh, I believed myself that they can be in the music industry. I sent them an album cover just like, hey guys, would you like to check out? And it's like, yeah, we like it. We're gonna use it, and it's on a vinyl. So that's that's my connection to psychedelic witchcraft but you don't look like a person who would listen to psychedelic witchcraft
11: no I look I don't think I look like that but I do I do so you like?
0: Very... What, what attracts you is it the music genre or is it the atmosphere around the music
11: I think both I listen to hard music
0: what kind of bands do you listen to
11: oh, um... I listen to the American badass women with hard guitars thing like Phoebe Bridgers or Julian Baker. And my favorite musician is Alice Phoebe Lou, but she's not that hard. She's more like soft and gentle, but she can be. And um, I listen to Janice Joplin and Jimi Hendrix. And I think I listen to very much, very many um, musicians that I can't remember now.
0: Yeah. When I saw that public playlist that you have, I was surprised. I was like, okay, it's uh, I, I would imagine that you would listen to, because when I, when I heard your music, I immediately started to comparing you to uh, 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 the singer songwriters of the Northern countries. So like Agnes Obel. Like,
11: like um, Aurora.
0: Aurora, exactly. Uh, I really love her, yeah. Yes. And uh, the difference is like uh, with your music, it sounds, as I said, more sunny. And then the Nordic uh, singers are like more colder. So which, I, and I wrote in my notes, anti-Norwegian <laughs> music.
11: norwegian <laughs> Yeah, I think you can, you can put it in that way. I think um, the, the Northern artists influence my music just like any other band that I listen to does. It's just there.
7: Yeah,
0: um, for example, I'm a fan of Agnes uh, Obel and Aurora. That's why I mentioned them. And you also mentioned without me even hinting <laughs> about it. Uh, you have a plan to stick with the accordion, uh, use it more because I think it's your one of the strong points in your music. Not that many people combine those two
11: yeah. together. Mm, it's a bit difficult because I have this uh, part this, this part of me that wants to make more like neo-classic music with accordion, very modern things. But I also just want to scream and use very hard guitars on stage and um, I kind of have to combine these two parts of me.
0: Question, have you heard, do you know Kresna or uh, He was uh, the... No. He was the uh, bass player of Nirvana.
11: Nirvana? Oh, I, I do know Nirvana.
0: Exactly. <laughs> they have a new project and it's called Third uh, Secret. It's a band and they use accordion a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's grunge plus a part with uh, accordion there. And that's what reminded me of. You are right now at the perfect time with your music to like combine it all. Yeah. And that I got the feeling from one of my favorite songs is Ocean that you have, that you have I think on FMFIA, you know? Yeah. But that's what, what I like, it's like a... I mean, there's no accordion there, but still it uh, has this uh, attitude. Um, uh, where do you want to go? Do you want to go soft? You said you want to scream. How do you, how do you feel with your new music, for example? Which...
11: My new music? What do you mean when you say my new music?
0: Are you working on a new music right now?
11: Yeah, but... I'm, my music is just me and I'm so many different parts, so it's, it's so, um,
0: it's also also a question, how much of, you said it's you, how much of you is in your lyrics, for example? example?
11: Well, I, I really like lyrics. I hate it when lyrics don't have much meaning, so my, I, I try to give my music. Uh, my lyrics as much meaning as I as I can, so I think maybe ninety nine percent.
0: Ninety nine percent. You take the stuff that you experienced in your life and you put in the lyrics. Kind of yes. Would you consider yourself a musician, a performer, a poet, a songwriter? Which one is the closest to your pres- to you?
11: I'm not a performer. I think the performance just comes when I perform. Um, I maybe wouldn't consider myself as a poet either because but that's just because I'm so hard on myself maybe if I wouldn't be so hard on myself I would say I'm a poet but I think my poetry isn't that good so I would consider myself as an artist and, or what does an artist mean to you
0: uh, artist is simple for me uh, it's somebody who still after a uh, hundred years is somewhere known or in a way, or in a museum, some
11: kind of. Thing. Can you picture me in a museum?
0: <laughs> That's the thing, no, we don't know. That's why I don't say that I'm an artist or you, or I just don't say that we're artists because who will, time will tell who will be. It's not really a proper way how to judge if somebody is an artist or maybe somebody is really like a real artist, but he's forgotten or she's forgotten. And it's not in a museum for hundreds of years, but uh, for me, I, I uh, it's somebody that only only time will tell if somebody is a true artist or not.
11: I actually think different about this one because I think an artist is just somebody who makes art, and to make in order to make art, you have to um, take your life and give it, put it in another form. And I think, through music, this is possible.
0: You consider yourself an artist?
11: I consider myself an artist, no matter if anybody's gonna remember me. That has nothing to do with that.
0: Are you still an artist if you're getting paid and somebody tells you that you should take this part of your song, for example, a couple of lines from the lyrics, and you'll get paid a lot. Uh, and this song, for example, will be everywhere on the radio.
11: What do you mean when somebody says I could? Educate somebody tells you,
0: you. Somebody tells you uh, we will pay I can you. Change
11: a song for the. Ra- oh, I would be really mad if somebody told me that. <laughs> yeah, for
0: example, one of your songs is really good, but you need to cut out. Uh, the most important
7: parts if
11: if i agree with the person i would definitely do it but if i don't it's my art so nobody should tell me what to do i think art for me personally i i know that's not the general definition of it but um you have to love your art and if you sell your art without loving it it's not art anymore
0: graphic design
11: graphic design my graphic design is made by carla lorenz and she's a very good friend of mine. And she drew, um, have uh, not have you seen? Like um, she drew flowers on the moon. Have you seen the cover?
0: Yes, I really like the cover. It's you or uh, it's a blue, uh, blue cover, right? No, 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 no.
11: There, uh, are all the songs are in the cover art. It's eternity. It's a watch. Oh uh, yes,
0: yes, 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 yeah. yes. Your your covers are really cool. Yeah.
11: Thank you. And the, the other um, covers are by my mum. She painted them. Oh
0: yeah, that's what I mean. Because it's in my head, it's conf- I see it all together, I don't remember the names of... of yeah. which, but I remember the covers, of course, they're yeah. really good.
11: But my mom didn't paint them, especially for me. She just painted them some years ago, when I was still a child. But these are hanging on our walls. Um, the cover of o to be Like a Universe is hanging on our toilet, so I am watching it while I am shitting. And I thought it's maybe a great cover for this song. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, What is the stage for you? Is it uh, a place for you to be somebody else or is it a place for being a true self?
11: It's definitely a place to be my true self. Because I'm, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm very socially anxious and awkward and...
0: At the moment you're not, uh, you're behaving totally fine.
11: Okay, thank you. (laughs) But I I have troubles um... When I'm meeting new people and it's very socially exhausting for me. and But when I'm on stage and I'm just singing my songs, I don't have to try to show people who I am because they just know or they don't know and it's okay.
0: So you're, you're an introvert and socially awkward person in real life.
11: Yeah, but on stage I'm not. and That's cool.
0: No, that's the whole point why people do. go into... Probably arts in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's not only musicians, uh, actors also. And, yeah. uh, do you do also uh, other kinds of art except not only music?
11: Mm, I'm doing poetry, but not that much at the moment. I have been doing it a lot, like one year ago, but now it's it's not that much anymore. Maybe it comes again.
0: You mentioned poetry. Actually, you you started playing music. Uh, as solo, not that long ago,
11: right? A solo? Uh, as solo. As a solo. As a solo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I had my first show. Show. It was a little gig in my hometown in 2019, and I'm doing, um, these lots of summer shows since 2020. So it's two years.
0: Mhm. Uh. And before you had a ba- you had uh, some people with you, and then you. I think you moved to, 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 to Vienna.
11: Yeah, I moved to Vienna last October, one year ago.
0: How was it an experience for you to move to a big new city, especially for a socially uh, introverted person?
11: It was difficult because I, when I observe people, I cannot distance myself. And when I'm sitting in the subway station, I kind of and put all the people into my heart and think about them so much but it got better and i'm coming from a very small town in upper not very small town but smaller town than vienna from upper austria and it's very lovely there it's a big lake and mountains and very naturey surroundings so it's very different to vienna but i love vienna now
0: it's just a lot of people and that's the biggest problem
11: and you kind of have to learn to distance yourself from them i don't um, I don't put everybody in my heart now.
0: It's the first time I hear that somebody puts everybody in the heart.
11: It's quite exhausting, <laughs> to so, be honest. So
0: you have a lot of empathy. You care about the people.
11: I, I care a lot, yes.
0: Wow. Do you think that... And and you said that you also put a, almost almost 100% of you in your music. Mm. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're really tired all the time.
7: <laughs> yes, I because you
0: care what people, and do you care what people think about you, for example, on the stage?
11: On the stage, I care much less than in real life. That's what makes it so, so lovely for me.
0: So it's like a, uh, a stage or music, it's like a shield for your true self?
11: Mm-hmm. Kind of, because I think when I'm on stage, I'm just being my true self and nobody can change that. But in real life, I have to try because I think it's quite difficult to be myself sometimes. I don't know, I'm mistaken myself.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, when you're in real life, what kind of stage uh, is ideal for you? Small, huge, closed, open. I know that you did a birthday party recently.
11: Ah, yes, I did a birthday party. It was really cool because the person who uh, was celebrating the birthday, was crying so much and it was a bit overwhelming to be honest because they were just strangers strangers to me. But it was also a very intimate um, experience with somebody you don't really know. But I um, played at Kramladen like um, two weeks ago and that was perfect for me because it was a a small, kind of small stage and it was dark and it was inside and people were just listening to me, and i it was good energy there. I don't like two big stages, and I li- don't like it when um, there is so much area that people aren't together. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You like really intimate yes. environment. So uh, small bars, dark. you like darkness, probably.
11: Yes, I played today and it was still um, light, but the, I think the, the sun was going down. It was too light for me to be honest. It was
0: too light. Yeah, most musicians I talked to today, they don't like the bright light. They need darkness. Also
11: for the light show, it looks so much.
0: Also for the light show.
11: But I'm I'm not afraid of playing in front of big on big stages. But I just like it to be intimate and to be very um, to be that that there is an honest contact with the publicum.
0: The publicum. Uh, what's What are your plans for uh, the end of this year? Do you have any plans, gigs, uh, concerts?
11: I have a few gigs in Vienna, in September, but I, I really have this dream of recording an album. And I hope that I can kind of, I don't have to record it now, but I that I can kind of pursue the stream.
0: Are you planning to change your music a little bit in the direction of pop, uh, solo singer, songwriter? You, for example, Aurora, Is there's more like electronic elements there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
11: Not really, no. Not really,
0: you want to stay... How would you describe the music that you play?
11: Ugh, I talked about... I,
0: it I know, my... I, I, I said today, I know musicians don't like genres and don't...
11: I, I just don't know it. Can you tell me?
0: <laughs> um, sunny, warm, singer... What I said in the beginning. Warm music with uh, the elements of of ocean. Of ocean? Yeah? For me, because of the pirates.
11: It's kind of sad because you don't know all of my songs, and I think if you knew um, performances of mine which were at other locations, at other atmospheres, you would think differently. But you're true. You're true
0: you're
11: you're right you're right
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i only heard the music that you that i found on spotify or on yeah and
11: these these are sunny and these are very yeah exactly and
0: and, uh do you you usually perform alone
11: i was performing alone but i don't really like i
0: you want to be in a band
11: no i just like having company around me
0: uh huh. So, you want to be on the stage also with your friends who are supporting yeah. you so that there's not much pressure on you, not many eyes on you, kind mm, of?
11: No, I am the front woman. <laughs> so, I'm just playing with a drummer, and that's enough for me. I have to do all the work besides drumming, and I have to play all the guitar things and have to be present, which is quite exhausting. But it's okay for me. I just want to have one person who is there for me in the backstage, in the whole um, things around the gig. I think playing at a location is the least exhausting thing about it.
0: So you just need somebody who's around you, who yeah. you can trust? Kind of, yes. Ah, all right. So it doesn't have to be in a band.
11: Yes, but I. that's another thing. I think when you're playing with somebody, there's so many beautiful things created between you. So it's kind of magic when you're playing with somebody. It's so different than when you play alone.
0: What song uh, do you want me to put at the end of this episode?
11: The songs that I've put out are fine. I still like them, but I don't think that they're a too good introduction into my music. But if I have to choose, let's think. Maybe one of the more soft songs is Oh to be vast like the universe.
0: Excellent. Solo, thank you very much for this interview. I wish you all the best.
11: Thank you. (laughs) We laid down under the sky And made star constellations Now you tell me About the secrets of the universe And astral projection I don't understand why you're so I think it must be great To be vast like to space
0: thank you very much, So, And thank you, dear listener, for staying that long. And thanks to all the musicians, of course. So yeah, that was Freakout Festival, which is not far from Vienna. It was a pretty cool place. In general, it was open air, really nice place, food and drinks. I really enjoyed it. I wanted to take some photos, took off a camera with me, but actually didn't do it, because first of all, too much hustle. Secondly, it started to become... And anyways, I wanted to focus more on the interviews. And the last couple of songs, it started to rain like hell. Luckily, well, kudos to the organizers. The we were provided with the raincoats, so it helped a bit. And that's it. Uh, And then I went home with the last train, got home, and then everything was fine and also as promised i bought the Bates tape and man it was it's pretty cool it's pretty cool in a way that when i ca- came home actually what's uh, they don't tell you baits don't tell you uh the band baits that actually when you buy the tape you also get the free digital download you, they should tell you this i didn't expect that anyways the tape is pretty cool and, uh, yeah, what, what I didn't expect is that, man, my hands remember how to behave with the tape. I mean, like, I open it, like, automatically and put it into the, my tape player, which I have. Like, as if I, like, man, I've been doing it for so many times. Mm, haven't forgotten it, how to do it. Man, and the whole experience is cool. The sound is good. The sound is pretty good. And the tape design is good. Really recommend. Finally, tape! Anyways, don't forget to follow this podcast on any platform. Don't forget to spread the word about this podcast. And yeah, check out the Patreon page at patreon.com slash beyond. Some cool exclusive content is coming soon. Also, you get to listen to the interviews to all the episodes before they become public. And that's it. I see you next time. Have a nice day!
7: All mm-hmm. right.